Previously on Polyarmory. Not far from the Polyarmory head office, you find Bumbles, the huge department store. Hi there, can I help you today? Want a bag of holding and a load of healing stuff. I think that Bromara's priority in between missions is going to be how do we make sure that Puff doesn't hate us now that the phones are down? So I think Bromara wants to go on a little mission to try and find is there either some device that that can play Mine Apothecary ro- Romance music or are they maybe playing somewhere that Bromara can go on a quest to try and get tickets? You grab the cart from the cart park at work and you head off just just a little out of the city in a large open cave. There you, you come rolling through and it's just a, a big banner across the entrance. Croak Cola sponsors Battle of the Bands. As you get a bit closer, the, the bullywugs start trying to square you up. They're, they're a good foot shorter than you. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, a good three foot shorter than you as a lizard folk. <laughs> what you want? Just looking at the marquee. Mr. Croak doesn't want to be disturbed. Oh, Ganley. Oh, there, you're a friend of the family. I mean, I've been in talks with a different Ganley about fucking up some rich bastard's day. Right, you stay here. Keep an eye on the boss. We'll go and sort this fight out. Okay, so about letting us in to go get drink orders for uh, for, for, for Croak. Do you will just... Give a little thumbs up. Just is just gonna walk past Bromara <laughs> giggling slightly. Sitting on this large pile of cushions near the far side of the tent is this hideous creature. A large green mouth and tentacles and large feet. It's almost frog like amphibious, but it's just horrifying and huge. Mm. And it appears to be just, like, eating small animals out of a bucket. What are you doing in my tent? Roll initiative. As I was saying at the end of last episode, roll initiative. <gasps> da, da, da. I had a whole week to roll initiative and I haven't done it. <sighs> Slack. How dare I? Slack. Does D need to roll initiative? Considering that D is... Uh, D's outside. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, you can stand around outside. I suppose that if you wish, you could basically forego initiative for the first round and then hop into the combat... I mean, disguise, disguised as a bully will hopping into combat seems like the uh, sensible thing. D will forego then. Um, 11 for initiative. 21. I would like to stylize this as Dusty is being particularly awkward and trying to cover up the fact that he would, though. Those tentacles. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Ganleys. The Aiden Ganley. Uh, the Ganley Collective. The Ganley Collective. <laughs> Someday we'll find it. The Ganley Collective. <laughs> the Ganley, the Ganley, and the Ganley. And the other Ganley, and the other Ganley. Do me a favour, if at any point any of them get thrown by Croak, please, as they are being like year to wear Team Rocket style, they have to shout Ganley. <laughs> <laughs>
I will consider this. Right, so, Dusty, you're up first. You are faced with a large, fleshy, question mark, amphibian. It is essentially just a mouth on a tubular body with sort of thick frog-like feet at the bottom. But if a frog had sort of elephant characteristics, it's big and hefty. It is a huge monstrosity. And it has three little eye stalks just sitting just above the above the mouth. You can't make up much else in the way of features. And it has four thrashing tentacles. You have upset Nestle Krug. So, Dusty, what do? I'm going to do something a little bit not normally what Dusty does. Right. As part of being a dust genasset, he does get some spellcasting abilities, and one of those is Dust Devil. It's a level 2 conjuration spell. The The component is dust and our sand, so if you can get around to locating some of that, we'll be on to a winner. I was going to say there's enough dust in here to do that. I mean, any sheds it, so... Concentration of a minute. Any creature that ends its turn within five feet of the Dust Devil must make a strength saving throw. On a failed save, 1d8 bludgeoning and a 10 foot push. On a successful save, half damage, not pushed. I can move it 30 feet in a direction and if it moves over dust, dirt or gravel, it picks it up and forms a 10 foot radius cloud of debris that obscures everything. Right, and you're going to cast this on Croak. I am going to cast this five foot cube of dirt in Croak. That gaping mouth that you mentioned. Okay, so you're going to throw some of yourself in dust form into his mouth and then start this tornado. Yep. Gotcha. Do you need to roll for that? He has to roll to not get bludgeoned. Okay, how much? What's what's the DC? 14. Right. I take it that's your action. That is Dusty's action. Right then, moving on to Bromara. Mm, I'm gonna I'm going to start with these spells that do damage over time. Let's cast a Witch Bolt. Okay, what kind of damage is Witch Bolt? Uh, witch Bolt is lightning damage. Which, nice, nice. This is a big frog. I'm hoping that electric is good. So I'm going to make a ranged spell attack. 18, does that hit? It does in fact hit. Well done. That's, that's good news, because that means I can start doing 1d12 lightning damage each turn... Uh, as long as I don't lose concentration. Ooh. So that's 12 damage on the first attack, 12 lightning nice. damage. Ooh. I hit the big green number. Appropriately for the big green thing that you're fighting. Yeah, the imposingly sized big green motherfucker. You can't <laughs> see it, but I'm wearing a shitty ingrin right now. Yeah? You'll see. I'm sure I will. Okay, you seem to have hit on something rather handy here. Yeah. Um, so, Croak appears to be susceptible to your shocking damage. Oh, that, what a shock that is. It is such a shock. <laughs> um, so, when they take lightning damage, they're going to suffer effects until the end of the next turn. <gasps> Speed will be halved, and there is a penalty to the AC as well. Well, I don't imagine this big thing was terribly fast to start with, but I'm glad to know it's even slower. It does have a resistance to lightning, though. <laughs> So it's only going to take half damage. Oh, it only takes half damage, but it gets some negative effects impacted. Okay, well, I can keep this thing with a low AC, which hopefully means that everyone Everyone else can... Everyone can do damage more reliably. Okay, that'll work. Okay. So, I just want to know, what is your plan at the moment, Dee? Dee's mostly thinking of watching out in case the other bullywogs come back. Do you have an excuse in mind for, like, if they ask why there's maybe some noise coming from the tent? A party. Ah. Do not disturb the boss. 
the pleasure demons have come to visit and uh, he asks not to be disturbed. Oh, they yes. sound like he's having a bad time in there, but trust me, those are enjoyable noises. Nice. Uh, so the first two Ganleys are going to go in, slashy slashy, with great axes. And they they do combined 25 damage, just like swarming in. Two of them take big swings and miss. Three of them, however, manage to get good hits in. Some good slashies. Thank you for coming with me, Ganleys. I very much appreciate your presence. Yeah, hopefully this won't fight won't take forever like it did last time. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're fine. I don't think this is going to be a three-hour episode. I would hope not, yeah. As the editor, I would like to say. No. <laughs> Just a little no. Right, then we move on to Croak himself. Oh. Uh, he's going to flail some tentacles about. <sighs> right. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> right. Oh, no. oh, those are both 19s. Those are going to be on the two Ganleys that have already done the most damage. Oh no! I mean, Bromar is not too scared of tentacles. After you've made pacts with the kind of creatures that that Bromara has, there's there's very little in the way of you know eldritch things that are scary anymore. You know, your fears become more un- intangible. Things like fear of isolation. Ah. Fear of your dark demonic god. Ah! I just had a really good idea. What? So, Bromara's doing a concentration spell. Yeah. So, all of her movement is still free and her bonus action is still free. Yeah. And we're on like a sort of dusty floor, right? Right. Could she do Lap of Crook? Oof! And I mean, I know he's big, but... He doesn't seem to be particularly interested in Bromara, so walk round him, make him the circle, and then feed him to your evil nightmare god, because I'm pretty sure well, that she'd enjoy that. Well, we'll take, we'll take this one step It's going to take you a lot of actions to There's, draw that circle, yeah, is what that, I'm going to say. Those, those circles are big, that circle would have to be very big and very intricate, and that's a lot of intricateness to do while not breaking concentration during a fight. Also, the circle wouldn't be clear. Yeah. So you'd have to try and sort of go, could you just lift a foot up? I just need to get a, a, a line across the circle here, if if that's okay. Yeah, that's the problem, <laughs> is that there's going to be a big croak in the middle that I can't get the line under. Okay, but I do like the idea. Oh, no, if I you've seen Full Metal the... Alchemist, imagine I, that no, kind of... I appreciate sounds... the idea, and I'm 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 pondering if there's any way to make it work, but we'll see. I'll see I'm open to suggestions. Yeah. Would it work if you drove drew the line over? Over croak? Yeah. <laughs> Like when somebody would... leaves their car parked out when they're doing the new double yellow lines on the road and they well, just I mean, go straight over the top. If you have suggestions how I re- repeatedly climb over Croak without <laughs> breaking my own concentration, <laughs> we'll worry about this in a bit. For now, how bad that attack from the Croak? It's pretty bad. So Nestler Croak lashes out with two of his tentacles, picks up the two Ganleys that have already done the most t- damage, tenses the tentacles, and they just their spines snap. Oh, fuck. And two of them are already dead. Oh, shit. Fuck. Are we about to get total party wiped? I've warned you. I've warned you it was a possibility. Uh, Moving back to Dusty, just quickly, Dee, are you good outside? Does Dee get a bad feeling all of a sudden? (laughs) Roll perception. Roll perception to find out whether you recognise that snap as the difference between, like, snapping a breadstick or, oh, that was a bone snap. Those are bad. 
I've had a spine girl before. I feel like a spine snapping is one of those things you wouldn't have to have heard it before to recognise it when you heard it. 22. Natural yeah, 20. That was... Okay, not only do you hear a bone snapping, you can tell exactly which vertebrae just snapped. T11. <laughs> yeah, you, you heard them. It was just under the ribs. You sensed every part of it. You can hear the ragged breathing still in them as the last of their life ebbs away as they hit the floor. They are very broken and dead. And you hear this from behind you. At the moment, you are standing in the backstage area for the Battle of the Bands. It sounds like uh, somebody's just come off. Mm-hmm. You suspect with your natural 20 that it was possibly um, creative influence. Hmm. <laughs> well, D is deeply concerned and will amble back, still in bullywug form, <gasps> behind the <laughs> behind the uh, curtain. Bromara looks over. Oh no, there's another enemy we have to fight now. Croak. Uh, Bar fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the bar fight. Crack turns to D, approaching. Uh-huh. Assist me. And D will go to one of the Ganley corpse things, corpses. Mm-hmm. And drag them away. Cool. I'm very curious what uh, you're where, up to. Where, where are you taking them? No one's really looked around this room yet. Yeah, actually, can you can you describe it for Bullywood D? <laughs> okay, so it's kind of like a circus tent. It's got that like um, red and white sort of lines that come down. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like a double marquee. Mm-hmm. So there's like a pole at either end, and this sort of large cushioned area where Croak uh, was sitting. To one side, you can see that the side of that metal container mm-hmm. that you could see the double doors off from outside. There appears to be like a side door uh, out of it into this room. Behind that, there is some kind of prison cell? Question mark. Mm. Okay. I think that's going to be all of your actions for this turn, though. You've done a lot. Yes. Dusty. Before it's Dusty's turn. Mm-hmm. Nestle Crook has to make a strength check because there is a sandstorm going on in his mouth. And you know why do, there is do, a sandstorm do. going on in his mouth? Because you put it there? Because Dusty is darude. You're being a bit darude. I've been sitting on that for like three turns now. Well, strength is Nestle's best stat, so let's see how that goes. 24. Oh, would you believe that beats my... You know what? I would... Okay, so he gets half of 1d8 bludgeoning damage. Six. Woo. So, three. It's just dry mouth at this point, isn't it? It is. Yep. So, Dusty, that was the end of Croak's turn. What is going to happen on your turn? Dusty is going to make two attacks with his Warhammer. Nice. Twelve and a nine. First one hits, not second. Just as well that lightning was happening, eh? <laughs> Eleven bludgeoning damage. Looking good. This is going well. Uh, Brilmar, what are you going to do? My suspicion right now is that fighting Croak directly is going to be a very, very big ask. I can keep doing the lightning and using my turn to chip away damage and to keep Croak slowed down and with minimised AC, so they're easier to hit. Or 
I could stop and try and work on some of the other things in this room that might be potential fight solutions. Don't know what the rest of the party thinks, but my, my gut says I keep Crunk pinned down with lightning while the rest of the party start focusing on what are the other things in this room we could potentially interact with. Do you want to have a look around the room? Yeah, what, what things are around the room? Roll perception. Uh, that's a 20 on perception. Wow, that's a very good perception. Well done. What have I perceived? Um, okay, so as, as I mentioned to Nick, there is the, these all these plush cushions. Mm. There's a, a bucket of invertebrates that were being eaten. There are suggestions that there might have been some bullywugs in here. They did not make it out alive. I, who knows, did they distress their their leader or what? Um, the galleys that are dead, uh, they're, it's, it's just horrible to look at. Real horrible to look at, but for 20, you noticed it. <laughs> that prison cell at the back, there appear to be sort of shapes in there. You can't tell what. Yeah. And also connected to the back of the container within the prison cell bit, there appears to be this large tank of fluid. It's sort of faintly green, and it appears to be connected with many wires into the back of this hmm. metal container thing. Okay. And do we see those wires anywhere else in the room? No, they don't seem to be going to anything. No, they're, they're not like some wires going into croak or anything from them. No, it appears to be like the, these tubes go into the back of the metal container. So maybe it's feeding something in there, or you don't know. Hmm. That seems like an important thing. Party, do I investigate that or do I continue lowering Croak's AC for the time being? Tank, 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 tank. I like the tank, tank. yeah. Okay, uh, is there anything that would be between me and attacking the tank? Uh, If you can use a ranged spell and get between the bars, I will let you attack the tank directly. Uh, Can I change the target of Witch Bolt or is that stuck to one target? You know what, screw it. Let's go for a fresh witch bolt, this time aimed at the tank. Okay, so you've got, like, the glass of the tank, there's, like, a lid on the top of the tank, mm. and there's, like, the the tubes and and stuff at the bottom. Mm. What do the tubes look like they're made out of? I'm trying to work out, like, what looks like the weakest point on this Maybe thing. Maybe glass? Yeah. Maybe glass. There's, like, some metal stuff down there as well. Yeah. Metal conducts electricity, so that seems like the best use of my place of aiming an electrical attack, because then that's just gonna keep going around for a while. So I'm gonna aim Witch Bolt at the metal on the tank. Cool. In the hopes that that'll get electric near various things that touch the metal and could shatter. Cool. Let's so you're gonna roll damage on that? Uh, yeah, so... Uh, that's another 12 damage. That, that was a crit as well. That is a crit, yeah. Excellent. So for a crit... <laughs> You zap some of the metal at the bottom of this tank and you see the fluid inside start to just bubble and very quickly it it bursts the top off the tank and sprays all over whatever is in this cage. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) I feel like we should open this cage. Do I have any action left or is that my whole... You could use a move action if you want to move towards the cage. I want to move toward the cage and try and have a look in. What's going on in there? Okay, you move towards the cage. Still witch bolting. Still witch bolting. Just like strolling towards it. (laughs) Unlimited power. Take that metal at the bottom of the tank. (laughs) Oh god, I turned it into a kettle. (laughs) You did essentially turn it into a kettle. Well done. Created a heating element. Yeah. I'm so proud in Northern. It looks like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> She's put the kettle on. Let's have a cup of tea. There's um, <laughs> So you turn your attention from Croak to this tank and this cage. And you start moving towards it. And lightning is like flying out of your fingers. 
Is it, is there a colour to this lightning? Uh, I feel like it's like the sort of purple, the the glowing purple of like Mace Windu's Star okay, Wars lightsaber. Yep. So it's this sort of purple lightning just flying out of your fingers, zapping into this thing as you just sort of casually stroll. Yeah, I'm I'm doing this while I'm like. I'm just mildly curious. What's in there? Your tattoos are glowing ever so slightly because you're using your eldritch yeah. powers. The top flies off of this kettle that you've created, <laughs> firing hot whatever this is over the, the creatures within the tank. You realise they're humanoids? Yeah. And the closer you get, you realise there's a, a mix of elves and dwarves and human even a couple of humans they were dressed in slightly elven garb but they're mm. they're there and let's have a history check mm. how much do i know about history 17 on history so for 17 what do i know you know that these look like some of the bands you saw on stage earlier ha huh. hmm. but their skin is sort of gray and lifeless but as you get closer and the kettle just fires hot green stuff all over them, they seem to get a bit more colour back into them. Has, has he been draining the talent out of the bands? There's no way to tell that at this stage. Talent juice, talent juice, juice talent, talent juice. juice. Space jam. <laughs> oh. Right. Okay, so, so we're drinking this shit then. So we move on to the three remaining Ganleys. Oh, quick question before we move on to the Ganleys. We don't see Mine Apothecary courtship in there do we no 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 okay, no okay. Of courtship. <laughs> people that have been on you don't even know if mine apothecary courtship are here yeah i know i know but just 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 confirming before we drink the talent juice make sure we don't have to give it back to uh, a specific band so the remaining um ganleys go go pretty well i think in their grief they're a bit sort of their power is a bit lessened. They all try and take a swing at Nestle Croak, but only one of them manages to get a good hit in. So yeah, that Ganley does a swing with a great axe and does another seven damage to the great and powerful Nestle Croak. Nestle is looking not his best, I'll be honest. He's leaking green ooze from places.com. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um... Then we move on to Croak, who flicks out his tongue at that that Ganley, who is wrapped up in said tongue and pulled inside the mouth. Is the Dust Devil still going on, or is that over? Um, it goes on for a minute, so ten turns, but Dusty can drop concentration. Okay. Um, well, the like I say, the tongue leaps out through the Dust Devil, pulls a Ganley inside... And they have appear to have been swallowed whole. Whole means that we can cut this frog open and still save them. Theoretically. Chewing is a problem. If they get swallowed whole, maybe we can do something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As he's pulling the, the tongue back in, it tries to bite, but just misses. Swallowed whole. Uh, so we are back to D. Mm-hmm. You're carrying a corpse. Okay. Um. So D would like to bring the corpses behind Croak. How long will that take? Um. All of them. Bo- so you want to grab both corpses? Yes. There and back, round the back of Croak. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. I will let you have done that between these two turns. Okay. Yeah. Because so... Croak isn't going to be limiting you to only doing things. You know, you can be getting on with stuff while we mm. do things. Yes. But I think that's going to have have been your action. Unless okay. Unless you want to do any looking or anything like that. If there is anything of interest from this better behind croak vantage point maybe stuff that d might have missed okay let's have investigation from the back here Woo. well pretty average 
for a 10, yes. but behind Nestle Croak, there is a tiny little yes. tail. Just a, li- a little stubby tailette. Noted. Uh, and we move back to Dusty. <laughs> um, Dusty Ganley. drops concentration on that dust devil so as not to um, shred the Ganley. Yeah. <clears throat> and he starts, like, screaming and hollering and, oh, come on, you twat, dropping into his rage. Okay. And he is going to run and make two attacks against anything that looks like it'll get that cage behind him open. That is a 10 and a 23 versus AC of cage, question mark. <laughs> um, so the 10 doesn't do anything, but the 23, you make a, like a serious dent in this cage. Like the door is not hanging off. But it's skewed in such a way that if someone wanted to try and squeeze in or out, they could probably do so. It would take them, say, for example, six seconds. (laughs) (laughs) What a conveniently specific amount of time. Right. Uh, So, Bromara... Um, I'm gonna focus on this, uh, this door I'm near. Hmm. If I continue to bubble at this, uh, this container of, of goop, is it likely to continue splashing more out onto the people, hopefully, if I get a good number? Yes. Okay. And the other question is, is there any immediately visible, like, lock or something to get into this prison area? There, there is, but you can tell by the way the door is skewed that at this point, that's probably not going to open the door anymore. Okay, okay. So if you'd gone for, say, a lockpick rather than a run full pelt at it and hit it... <laughs> while screaming. <laughs> while, sorry, while screaming. Thank full you. credit to Dusty. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's now going to be knock that thing down, probably. Uh, to get knock it, in. wrench it, yeah. bop it, twist well, it. Well, I think the Probably. most useful use of Romara right now is keep bubbling that liquid. Okay. See, see if maybe we can get enough liquid on the people so that they get back to themselves enough that they can bash the door too. Perhaps. Uh, that's a one. That's not very much electricity at all. Uh, it, you just get a little, little spark. And, and Sorry, it... I'm struggling to electricity <laughs> under pressure. Just, I, th- I think. God of nightmares is not a cat. I, th- I think. The... <laughs> I, I, I feel like Dusty just like full pelt running into the door, screaming. Um, sort of like just like threw you off for a moment. Yeah, just like, like, oh, what? Uh, what the fuck was that? Uh... Al- almost lost concentration. Didn't quite. Okay. And just a little, just. Just pops out of the top. Well, in order to try and use my turn to get something achieved still, I'm going to try shouting to the people in there, be like, actually, no, I'm not going to use shout. I'm going to telepathically try and communicate with one of them. Hey, how you, how you doing in there, friend? Oh, God. Oh, hung, hungry. Hey, 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 hey. Um, We're going to get you out of here. We're going to get you back to feeling your old self. Do you feel up to fighting this big frog? Slash eating this big frog? Frog. Frog bad. Frog bad, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you if you get this door open, you can go fight you can go deal with that big big bad frog. Roll persuasion. Oh, how persuasive am I? Uh I'm quite persuasive, generally speaking. I mean, charisma is like your primary skill. It is, it is. Um that's thirteen. So for a thirteen, like the ones that are all similarly dressed, like they're all clearly humans, but they're all dressed like Wood elves? I think some appropriation has happened here. Yeah. Um, oh no. He sort of 
the one that you were communicating with directly sort of nudges the others towards the door and they start just hammering on it. Oh. So, so the three of them work together and just start bashing on the door and bet- between them they manage to push it enough that the lock finally just gives away. The door sort of just clatters but it lands like on top of them. So the door is now open but the three that you'd been communicating with are currently stuck under the metal door. Okay. Well the door is open. The door is certainly open and there do appear to be other creatures in here. Well. So. I achieved something this turn. Yeah you did. <laughs> so it's, it's fine as long as it's not mine apothecary that has crashed under the door. <laughs> I don't have to apologise to Puff yet so it's fine. <laughs> so the two remaining Ganleys uh, again still taking swings. One of them hits. Uh, the other fails but that is that right? right. Oh it was a 19. So close. Takes a swing for another seven damage. Croak is still looking strong, but as I said, a little bit dribbly. You could dribble out a Ganley, that'd be Wouldn't great. that be great? <laughs> um, the other... Oh, sorry. Ganley from inside is going to make a... His inner Ganley. His inner Ganley. Is, is restrained, surrounded by... Um, well, I mean, you've probably seen some boar at some point. You get the gist. <laughs> it's a pretty casual. Yeah, you've probably seen boar. You've probably seen some boar, right? So, Croak is going to lean down and try and bite the attacking Ganley. That completely misses. I think it's got indigestion. Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! Uh, so, we're back to D. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Do I think that Croak can see me? Uh, if Croak can see you, he doesn't appear to be paying you any attention. He's, he's, you've given him no reason to, to be keeping an eye on you. Well, I'm about to. Um, <laughs> would I be able to roll perception to see if I can see if I might be in a blind spot? 14? You appear to be in a blind spot. Okay, well then, D will uh, use one of their nifty new spells to revivify one of the two Ganleys. Oh heck, that has been within ten turns. Cool, so you've brought a Ganley back. Yes. I have With no one idea HP. who could bring people back to life. And if if possible, D will like place a little bullywug finger to the bullywug lips. Doing a little <laughs> <laughs> no, no, You've just died and been brought back to life. Please don't. But don't have too loud of an existential crisis about this. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that your back is probably still snapped, but let's see how you can do. You've got a spear, you'll work it out. <laughs> okay, back to Dusty. Uh, you're standing by an open door. There are three humans, question mark, dressed as elves, stuck underneath this uh, prison door. Does anyone chime in about if they've heard of closing the goddamn door? <laughs> uh, no, I think they're still on stage. <laughs> okay. Um... Oh, actually, alarm at the dance hall might be in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what are you going to do? Encourage some people in there to go fight Croak? Or drink some talent juice? You're just making a lot of something. I know, I know, I'm being silly. Talent juice, talent juice. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like my urge to drink the juice from the big kettle is about the same as those people that saw the sarcophagus with the black liquid in it and were like, I wanna drink the forbidden juice. <laughs> this could be anything. It seems to be doing Have them a forbidden so good. juice. You don't know that it's not juice. <laughs> I mean, that's how science works, right? We'll just throw it at the Maybe wall. it's just high in vitamin C. <laughs> so JK, JK. Dusty is going to shout something really angry like, no, I can't think of any good. God damn it. And then he's going to go after him with the Warhammer for a 20 and a 23. Yes, both here. 16. 
If it's just behind him now from opening the doors. Uh, no, you're just off to one side. Okay, so I can't just like slam the warhammer down on his little tail and nubbin. No, his tail and nubbin's about halfway up his back because he's tall. He's a huge monstrosity. It's not like a, a floor tail. Oh, I pictured like a little floor tail and nubbin. Now he's standing up, so he's like I said, his feet are like like imagine an elephant's foot, but they end in like the three toes of a frog. But they're let's say they're about two foot across each. But that's just one foot. That's just one foot, but it's two foot. One foot ah. is two foot. Yeah. This mathematics makes Dusty angry. Dusty smash. <laughs> Dusty smash. Uh, Bromara, back to you. Oh, oh, go on. Let's go one more attempt to get some talent juice splashed out onto some, or whatever this green stuff is that's bringing the colour back into them, back onto one of the bands via kettle power. Kettle power. Kettle power. Come on, really bubble up that kettle. Seven. That's a reasonably bubbly kettle. I mean, it was already going. Yeah. So I'm going to let you, going to let some of that splash out um D- dusty you've run back to croak so bromara you're gonna get a splash of this on you okay and uh you feel uh, a bit more like awake and alive talent like... juice talent juice <laughs> awake and alive awake and juice awake <laughs> is this where they I-, I know about sleepy bitch juice but is this where they've been keeping the awake bitch juice Ooh. monster energy <laughs> Ha! God damn it. Oh my god. God damn it, Jen. Oh, Jen. Oh, Jen. <laughs> Jen, I love you. Love you too. I love you. Um, did any of it get onto any of the band people? No, they're here? too far back. Well, they are still starting to sort of shuffle forward a bit, but they're very grey. Okay, well. And, and uh, if you, do you want to roll perception? Yeah, let's, let's perceive. Um, a 20 on perception. Okay, for a 20, if you had to guess, you would say they were zombies. Okay, okay. I don't know, it's um, full of people. Well, I now have some monster energy, which I assume next turn means I'm going to be real raring to go. Uh, so until then, I want to telepathically communicate to another band and try and convince them to go out and fight Croak, because they're not squished under a door. Let, let's hear your, your, your pitch. Hey, you know that arsehole out there, big green slimy one? Mm. I hear they're real tasty. Mm. Mean and tasty. Mm. And they, they start lumbering <laughs> towards the door. So there's, there's now about 18 zombies lumbering towards you. Okay, okay. Well, I don't have any... Do I have movement still? Uh, if you want to move, you can move. I want to start getting in position to next turn start attacking Croak. Cool. I want to um, get, get closer to the Croak zone. Closer to the Croak zone. But you're still keeping the Witch Bolt on the... Uh, yes, for the thing. second. Cool. Right, so, Ganleys are still swinging away. Uh, oh, and we have a dead one alive, don't we? Mm-hmm. So I've got one hit out of all. Shameful Ganley. Uh, the one on the floor is just like, <laughs> and, and didn't quite manage it. But that is another 13 damage from, from one of the Ganleys, so well done, one Ganley. You did good. Others, not so much. Croak is going to lush out those tentacles again. It's a 6 and a 17. So one of the Ganleys is grabs. And, oh, there there is a like a crack. You think ribs went this time? Mm. But definitely not, definitely not an entire Ganley this time. Okay, we are moving back to Dusty. Dusty, what do? Um, so there's zombies to the left of me, croak to the right. Here you am. Stuck in the middle in a screaming, blistering rage. Yes. The... Thing with all the monster energy in it, mm-hmm. is it big enough that if Dusty were to say yeet a javelin at it and crack it, that it would flood over the zombies? Theoretically. Yeet! 21. 
Nice. You crack it and uh, something to do with the heat of the glass or the fact that it's already been heated already just makes the whole thing just splash everywhere. Bromara, you're going to take three damage as your feet are covered in boiling juice. Oh no. But you do feel really invigorated. Okay, real invigorated. And all of the zombies seem to come back to like full awareness. Ah, okay. And now I have so many characters to deal (laughs) with. Why did I do this? Uh, (laughs) Oh, and it's it's Dee's turn as well. So so it's time for uh, Dee's nuts. That will be the bully will Dee's D will revivify the second one and also implore it to hang tight. <laughs> be cool. Be cool. Okay. How many spell slots do you have over that level? Oh, uh, that that's all of them. Okay. So please, no no more Genlis die. <laughs> or anyone. Yeah, the one but... that's in the stomach, please be cut out a ball and alive still. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to roll a D100 and see how many of this lot, what percentage of this lot attack. All of them. Wicked. Paula, 99. Right. Um, so the one in the top hat and the ringmaster's out. Uh, flanked by his uh, four bandmates are going to attack with short swords aww they'll grow up eventually they're just littler swords as a treat (laughs) three of them managed to hit excellent work and between them do a not totally unimpressive 10 damage croak is not looking his best and to be fair his best wasn't that great (laughs) no it was not Next round, D- Dusty. Okay, yeah, Dusty's just going to go ham into the side of him, still screaming, still raging, still doing his very best to just try and burp the, the giant frog thing. Maybe just hit his little tum-tum, make it uncomfortable enough that a gamble might come spewing out. 23 and 16. Are you trying to Are you trying to punch the sticky-out belly button on him much in a sort of uh, punch-out kind of way <laughs> to cause him to vomit up a gamble? Uh, they both hit. That's a six and a seven, so 13 damage. Cool. So, Bromara, what now? Mm. You are feeling really invigorated. I want to run up. I want to run up to this thing and smack it as hard as I can in the stomach to also try and get a Ganley back out. Uh, I, w- I want to treat this like one of those um, those machines that you see the like 19-year-old testosterone-filled lads do where the thing drops down, they have to punch it as hard as they can. I, I know the very one. Yeah, this is this is Bromara, but with a morning star trying to whack yep. one. Okay, go for it. Uh, roll with advantage. Okay. Uh, 18 on the first roll and 14 on the second. So that's 18. That's definitely a hit. Yep. Uh, 7 damage. Okay. And you can take another attack if you want with the oh. power of monster energy. Yeah, let's give it another attack. So advantage still on the yep. do it hit. Uh, that's a crit. Okay, so you you really wind back for this and just yeah. fo- and and the follow through is amazing. Your form <laughs> is impeccable, and you feel something shift inside Croak, and his stomach flies out and turns itself inside out. Oh wow! Showering everyone around his feet in acid, so everyone will take one damage. Oh no! Which. Damage. Which will un- unfortunately kill that Ganley again. Both what? of those no. resurrected Ganleys again. They only him. had one out. They were behind him. Surely they're not in It's a spray that... of... Oh. Do you have any idea how many assets you have right now? Okay. 
So Everett's here. <laughs> Take one damage. Okay. Um, yeah, and that that galley that was inside is no longer inside, but his skin is all like marks where the uh, stomach acid has just been eating into his flesh. Oops. Doesn't look super happy, Ganley. Not not their usual chipper self. Mm. Uh, okay, on, before on, my turn finishes, can I run round to one of the, the no longer alive again ones and try and do a medicine check to stabilise them? Sure. Go on, let's run round. Get, let me do a medicine check. 14. Uh, that is above a 10. They are stabilised. They are stabilised. Back on one. <laughs> yeah, you stop the zombies being zombies, but there's still a certain zombie feel going on round the back here. Also, yeah. tiny little tail. Did you see? The little, yeah, it's all the tiny tail. little tail. I'm sure the tiny little tail is, is, is important and we could probably fight it to do a cool thing. But also, I want to save these people while beating the thing up. I know. Uh, right, so we are on to Ganleys. The, the remaining Ganleys. Uh, taking stabbies with their javelins now. That's a 23 and a 14. Both out. That's another 16 damage. Broke. Looking very, very unwell. Uh, oh, and the stomach is, is sort of pulled back inside now that the, the, the thing that was uh, making it feel unwell has been removed. So, we move on to Croak. Who's going to swing out those tentacles. First one is going to grab Dusty, so I need a DC 16 uh, strength check, please. That's not going to do it. I'm in a rage, aren't I? Uh, I have advantage on strength checks and saving throws. Right, okay. So for a 21, you feel the tentacles slither around you, mm. but it's it's not enough to not enough to contain you. The power of Dusty. That's 14 for Bona. He's not proud. Oh, yeah. he oh no, he is proud. He is standing <laughs> proud. <laughs> Uh, Croak's going to take a legendary action to have another go. So lashing out the tentacles again. That's a 14, which is not going to get the Dusty. Please stop, I can only get so erect. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the other one will catch a Ganley unawares. 15, that Ganley that had already taken damage. That's another snapped spine. Why? This to one, like, much, this? much further up. Like, this is, like, just, like, around the middle of the rib cage. The, the, the ribs just crunch in and almost certainly puncture lungs, heart, spleen, oh, especially no. the spleen. Uh, right, D, mm -hmm. it's you. I imagine if you'd seen um, Saving Private Ryan and that uh, reviving the Ganleys was a lot like that. Stabilizing somebody. So. Oh, well. I'll, I'll take your you word. Uh, the rest of the party, are they in okay-ish condition? I'm in, I'm in I don't think anyone else has taken any damage. I know. Yeah, Dusty's been doing his best to make a racket and get attention, but just the merest slip of a tentacle, that's it. Apparently so. Well, with nothing else, uh, D will summon a spiritual weapon. Um, croak can only get so hard. A light flogging, not going to do much. It's impressive that he gets hard at all. Um, I, we... I, to be fair, I don't know anything about frog dick. <laughs> I think I want to know. I hadn't previously considered ever, even momentarily, <laughs> in all of my 26 years of life until this point, <laughs> that frogs have dick. Never, yeah. never crossed my mind. Not once. <laughs> Wait, do frogs have dicks? I don't know. Frogs, frogs have dicks. Frog genitalia. I'm pretty sure frogs have dicks. But like frog spawn, do they? Do they just sprinkle it into the eggs? I yeah, don't I think know. So. Well, I know what I'm. I Googling didn't pay to. attention in frog spawn. We all just sat here googling frog penis. No, I know I am. I'm very much not doing that. I'm resisting any. Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> 
well. Okay, okay, they don't have a penis generally. Sperm is ejected into the cloaca directly. Mm. Wait, from what if they don't have a penis? From a hole. Oh, that appears to be a frog with a huge dick. <laughs> Wikipedia has lied to me. That's a that's a big frog dick. I can't click on that. It's the Daily Mail. <laughs> I'm so upset. Enormous frog penis went, that went viral is a yeah. penis, IFL Science. Thanks, IFL Science. Thanks, podcast interlude. <laughs> anyway. Words can't describe how much I don't want to know any of this. <laughs> Back to the podcast, less of the animal genitals. <laughs> this is I didn't expect to hear for 500 <laughs> Welcome to Polyarmory, fools. Right, okay, okay. Settle down, everyone. Uh, so another of the bands is going to take a bit of a go. It looks like the cheerfully demised are up next. <laughs> the cheerfully demise, demised a bunch of wizards um, whip out their scimitars and st- there's there's a lot of flailing. Clear, I mean, they've only recently stopped being zombies. Had their very life essence drained out of them to make monster energy. But uh, yeah, a couple of them managed to get a hit on and that looks like another 10 damage. Croak is looking to be on his last legs. At least he only has two. Uh, D, did you have you been this turn? Uh, yeah. D summoned the spiritual whip and yeah, you whip. That, Sorry, that I... kicked off the entire so discussion about what? frog penises. That I think that's where I lost it. Somewhere t- where around frog penises, Dusty. Yes. Quickly away from Dusty. This. Save, save us from the frog penis. What do? Talk me through the gunners again. Two of them are dead. One of them is stabilized. One of them has thus far taken no damage, but also seems to be the one that every time they go for an attack is just completely missing, even though they were all statted identically. <laughs> Oh, good. This one's an insider. The useless one is living. <laughs> Rude. Sorry. Came here to help you. They're laying down their lives for us. Literally. Sometimes multiple times. <laughs> Am I within 40 feet of one that's splattered? Oh, wait, no, they're, they're not making serves, are they? They're, they're just dead. They're just dead. No, no, no medicine checks to stabilise them again? No, I, not the dead, dead one. I, I guess cure wounds won't fix that, huh? No, not really. Is there any gambler oh. that cure wounds would fix that, huh? Uh, I mean, there's one that's just been revivified and has but one health. Oh, sorry, uh, was, it's been revivified, killed again, then um, medicine checked back to one health. What about the other one that was revivified? Uh, that's dead again. Uh, would Cure Wounds undeaded it or stabilise it? Yeah, you can try and stabilise them all. Oh, good. It seems like the only person that's not getting out of here is, uh, is Nesla Croak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so as long as none of them take like another direct hit that brings them down to minus their full health, we can probably keep stabilising them. Indeed. Okay. All right, Dusty is going to scrape a Ganley up. Uh, medicine check or gear wounds? Yeah, mop me up a Ganley. Gear wounds. I'll probably do much better. Okay. Much less likely to die from a single HP damage when, he, when the frog burps. Okay, you touch the still warm corpse and do how much health? Ooh, I rolled an eight on an eight. eight. So eleven. No, 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 no. It is the best touch that has ever been touched. Hopefully yeah, this the touch. Ganley won't feel too weird about just like a gentle caress from a very large, very angry man with a very embarrassing bonus standing above them. <laughs> oh God! Imagine waking up from the dead like that, just, raging just full you, hard. Just, I mean, he has to drop his rage to like cast a spell. So someone who's just on the come down from anger. Right. I mean, that that really did bring you mean to raging hard on. Um. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Beautiful. This is fucking ridiculous. Bromara. (laughs) Yeah? 
So I none would, of us have dealt with this tail thing yet, have we? It's a little tail. <laughs> little tail. I didn't realise this was a thing that we had to deal with. I thought it was just a just a tail. Okay. It is just a tail. Okay, but you you made a point of keeping going, but there's a tail back there, and I'm like... Why I, did you make like a little sweet thing? It is adorable. <laughs> it is the thing, but you made it sound like I mean, it it's was, arsehole's probably around there too. You made it sound something like it was that. a plot-relevant point, and now I'm going to defeat it using the tail. I'm going to cast... Uh, I need to Shove something up his cloaca. <laughs> I mean, I suppose this spell would work that way. That would make it very cloaca. Uh, do cloacas get piles? Oh, God. Um, I'm going to do vampiric touch. going to vampirically touch him. I was going to vampirically touch his tail, but sure, I'll vampirically <laughs> shove my hand up his ass. <laughs> Is that what you're after? <laughs> Please. Okay, I vampirically shove my hand up his cloaca. Okay, yeah. Um, do I still have advantage from all the monster energy? No, that's all worn off. Oh, don't you think you did enough? Uh, I botched. Are you sure I don't have monster energy yes. bonus? You've just got no. your hand up a frog's ass for no reason now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. I have my ha- hand up frog's ass for no reason. There you go. Um, I'm going to ask him to cough or what? Now I get nothing for a fail on that one. Aww. Here's me thinking I had double. I had my my, my advantage still. That's, that's the power of monster energy. I assumed it would last longer than twelve seconds. <laughs> Teehee. <laughs> Someone <laughs> else kill this thing. You didn't drink it. It just washed over your feet. You were Someone anointed by it. Someone landed on my face. I like, looked up. <laughs> yeah, face. you were anointed by it. <laughs> You can bend down and lick your toes. It'll suck some off the floor if you want. Can oh, I God. Can I do the second roll to get advantage if I take my shoe off and just drink out of my shoe? Sure. <laughs> You're drinking out so of what, you you cheese-flavoured monster energy. Frog's cloak. How did we get here? Okay, Bromara drinks the... the, the One sh- hand up a frog's ass. Drinks the shoe just like, I'm just You know what I should do while I'm here? <laughs> Drink out of my shoe. Uh, now that's a 22. That's a 22. <laughs> uh, Having poured some shoe juice into my mouth, yeah. uh, I start sucking the energy out of this frog's ass. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Polyari, we have fun here. Uh, okay, that's five necrotic damage. Okay, so he's now got a necrotizing asshole. <laughs> God. Uh, brings us to the Ganleys. Oh, and I gained three health back. I have full health. You but... had full health, so it didn't matter. No. I bet your asshole feels like just particularly zingy. <laughs> So the Ganleys swing and do a collective amount of damage. It looks like they... You, you think that Croak is probably just about hanging in there, but this will like probably Rimara. be... <laughs> I mean, she's she's like elbow you, deep at this, this point. This is that, that, that pig that you can fight in Bloodborne where the way that you defeat it is you stand behind it and you shove your, your weapon right up its ass. There's a whole, you, you just, there's a whole Bloodborne You're just you fisting a frog hemoth at this point, I'll yeah. be honest. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I drained some energy from him. Indeed. So at this point, the uh, croak is pissed and really? and hurt and and flail, flailing mightily. Um, Dusty, that's a, a 25 to grab. That is a larger number than 17 to not grab. So you am grabbed. Uh, Brilmara, that's a 20 to grab. Uh, yeah, then that grabs me. Okay. Um, and two of the Ganleys are also grabbed. 
Right. Romara, 18 damage. Okay. Uh, Dusty, 17 damage. Mm, okay. One of the Ganleys is just cracked in half for 21 damage. Oh. Literally rips top half from bottom half, just squeezes. Oh, so chunky, until... so chunky salsa rule on this one. Ch- um, I mean, no. There's only two halves. I think chunky salsa really implies that they were fully splattered. So, I mean, scooping up the innards, perhaps. <laughs> oh, oh and, and the other one is just like... Like, just the way that Croak catches them is just around the top of the head, and the head just pops off and bong, 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 across. If anyone was to walk in right now, it's going to look fucking horrible. Yeah. Uh, next up are the coast chaps. They're uh, singing in some close harmony a cappellas. <laughs> the coast chaps. That close harmony a cappella is. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Um, they're flailing mightily. A couple of them managed to get hits in. Luckily for you. That's another 10 damage. They're so close. Uh, D, mm. darling, um, what you did you doing apart from watching Bromara fist across? I'm not fisting it anymore. I got grabbed. Oh, yeah. You got you got literally pulled out of his asshole with her. <laughs> also, I take no responsibility for that. You all egged me on into shoving my hand up its ass. Hey, sometimes in this... So, no, no, no player characters in character get to, to get to begrudge me on this one. It's no making right. fun uh, of me. If any of the Ganleys survive, uh, one of them has prestidigitation, so oh. might be able to clean some of that. D will cast the God. prayer of healing. Uh, no, not locate object. We have already tried that. <laughs> uh, 17 hit points to up to 6 creatures within its radius. Every time I kill a goddamn Ganley. Uh, who are you picking? Uh, Dusty and Bromara are obvious picks. If any of the Ganleys are, you know, uh, healable, then D would also like heal them. Uh, yep, t- two of them are healable, so you can have those two. Okay, fantastic. And uh, the spiritual weapon gets to act on its own and make its own. Oh, critical for 18. Okay, tell me how you killed Nestle Croak. Well, it's the whip. It's the spirit of Holestria. Sexily, but forcefully disciplining Nestle Croak. Uh, are you going for a particular body part or Yeah, let's let's go for where the the knot frog penis, I guess. Then the spiritual whip would whip around Nestle Croak and okay. and then kind of yank to I gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So the whip just like swings all the way round, it comes back to you, you grab both ends, like jump slightly up on Croak's back and tug, and you just feel it going through him like a one of those cheese wires. This just oozy thing is just, and you pull it right through to the back. There's a sort of soft pop as it cracks the skin on the other side. There's kind of a roar. Bromara and Dusty are dropped either side of Croak as the tentacles sort of fall limp to the side with a splat. And the top half just very slowly slides sideways as, as Croak's just top half just goes sideways and topples off onto the floor and is just oozing green slime. Not the slime that you saw in the tank, just nasty green slime. Mm. Congratulations, you have slain the greatest capitalist the Underdark has ever known. <sighs> Time to go take a delicious bath and some monster energy to clean myself off. Uh, are there any dead Ganleys? Um, There's for sure that. Yeah, there are two dead Ganleys. Salvageable Ganleys. There are two dead Ganleys. Uh, Dusty's going to do his best to just like splash go faster juice on 
on the broken bits and see if that means anything. He's very desperate. He's just not a doctor. He's crying. There's okay. dirt from the floor everywhere all up in this juice. It, if anything, is okay. making it worse. Okay, so the one whose head popped off, you sort of like you're sitting there just trying to jam them together and throw juice at the wounds. There's, there's monster energy and cure wounds happening on a, on a wound and being like, is this working? Yeah. Like the head comes back to life briefly oh, and then no. as you let go it just topples off again. He's ugly crying. He's like trying to hold the head together with like bits of mold earth and just... <laughs> Meanwhile Bromara's what? Splashing around in quote unquote talent juice? Yeah, I'm, I'm having a talent juice bath. Okay, you feel incredibly invigorated. Now can I put them back together? <laughs> you don't have raised dead yet. If you work on having raised dead I will let you bring these people back to what, life. What, what if I'm very energetic? <laughs> okay, you very enthusiastically join Dusty squidging bits of people back together. It doesn't work. They just make Dusty if sad. anything, the other Gandhis are like, fucking stop. Okay, 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 I'm sorry. I tried. That's horrifying. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it a lot. If you could stop desecrating the remains of my family, okay. super oh. appreciate that. Thanks. <laughs> if you could just have a fucking moment here. Lothic wept. Oh, uh, what? can we stop the yeah, fucking uh, madness? No, we stop. We stop. <laughs> Thank you for helping tear down capitalism. And he looks full and much like laughing at his sentence. Involved dead desecrated. Yeah. Uh, th- thank you for helping us tear down capitalism. Sorry for your loss. I mean, we always knew there was going to be potential trouble, but I think we'll consider that the debt repaid. I, I think I think so. Th- thank you. I very much appreciate the, the, the repaid debt. If y'all could give us a minute to... Grief. Yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll just, hmm. Do we head out the way we came, or do we go check what was through that door at the back of the room to get out the way to... Was there a little door behind? Or, oh, was that just the... tent flap. Uh, okay. Right, in that case, I think as long as we've all been prestidigitized and aren't going to be walking out covered in blood very obviously having done a crime, I think we just leave the tent. Okay, so you walk out of the tent, the, um... The, the backstage area seems pretty quiet. The the few bands that are, are still out front seem to be sort of peeking around the sides of oh. the stage. Oh, is it time for us to sprint out with Puff? Well, Puff, Puff, as far as I'm aware, is, or has constantly yeah. been out front watching the show. Yeah. Oh, well, I've, I think it's time to go out and find Puff and go, oh, hey, who's coming on stage? Hopefully it's who we hope it is. <laughs> it turns out it's uh, Steel Mother. <laughs> As an Iron Maiden attempt, didn't oh, go terribly got, got well. <laughs> so you go, like, charging through the thing, realising that something's happening, something yeah, big is yeah. happening. Um, so that one band uh, just appears to be wrapping up. There's, there are a motley bunch that all appear to be playing quite disparate instruments that uh, don't. It's 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 an odd choice for a band. They, you might they, say that they were playing assorted instruments. Assorted instruments, you could say that. The song is sort of weird and strangely melancholy, but upbeat, but sad, and, and also quite violent. Something about them beating up some cops. Yeah. Uh, and some, I think there's there's a whole beat poetry section in there as well. But they wrap up finally and head out the back and the uh, announcer comes back on stage. And now, the final band of the evening. The band you've all been hoping for. Mine Apothecary Courtship! 
and the crowd goes fucking wild, and uh, <laughs> everyone starts pogoing away to the sounds of uh, of mine apothecary courtship. Puff is just like letting out little jets of fire. And Bromar heaves a huge sigh of relief of, oh god, my dragon son will not hate me now. Oh, thank you, my tiny dragon son. Yeah, the crowd are going wild for this. Does dude will offer to hold Bromara up so Bromara can hold Puff up? I mean, Puff is a pseudo-dragon, so he could probably fly. But yes, it's beautiful. We wow. just have a totem pole of people. Oh, do you will, do you will be like rubbing Dusty's shoulder? Okay, so the show is incredible. I mean, obviously, Minor Apothecary Courtship are still declared the winners because the Sorted Instruments were okay, but uh, Minor Apothecary Courtship cannot be beat. They were clearly the crowd favourites. And um, after about twenty minutes of them performing encore after encore, you see the Ganley sort of shuffling away they appear to be like carrying a crate between them mm. you guess that they probably put their family members remains within there one of them catches uh d's eye as they're sort of heading towards the exit he will go uh, if everybody else is kind of busy d will go and chat with them well as i said that's repaid but um we found a few things back there that uh i think fair that you have them yeah oh go on up there oh sorry <laughs> um and they're gonna hand you a bag mm-hmm. it seems like a, a a large bag tied up at the top hmm. and uh, they're gonna give you a little little salute and, and head off he's not a bullywug still right um that's up to you uh probably couldn't reach dusty's shoulders as a bullywug so no yeah then d would return their salute in kind and kind of leave them be well uh what's what's in the bag okay you open the bag it appears to be considerably bigger on the inside than it was on the outside it looks like you've got yourself another uh, bag of holding hooray slightly different style to the other one there is you would guess just having a look in there about 600 gold uh-huh. and some kind of metal bar huh. um do you will take that out and examine it it appears to have some kind of button on one end can we do can some kind of check be done to ascertain what this might do well could do you bring it to Romara to investigate? Yeah, roll Arcana. Okay. Uh, 12. Okay. You sort of turn it over in your hand a bit. How how resistant are you to pressing the button? It's real tempting to press the button. Mm-hmm. Romara is not super resistant to, to pressing the button. Okay. You sort of turn it over, roll it in your hands, and sort of casually press the button without sort of trying to make <laughs> it too obvious. Just like, so that you feel like if something went badly wrong, you could just be like, no, it just rolled across my hand and, and yeah, the thing has Possibly deniably press the button. Um, so you sort of roll it down your hand and so that the palm will sort of catch the button as it goes past. And as it triggers the button, it stops moving. Oh. And you can sort of grab it in the air and it's immovable. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. And then I press it again and it moves yep. again. Ha. Huh. Hmm. An immovable object. An immovable rod, some would say. Does it let yeah. I mean, if you press the button and let go of it, it will just stay there. It becomes immovable. Yeah. So I suppose you could do things like block a door with it or climb up or use it as a step to get up somewhere. I mean, as long as you could lift your own body weight, you could like hoist yourself up, like do a chin up and then quickly mm-hmm. throw it up and refreeze it and just chin up your way to victory. How? how? Because you'd, you'd have to let go of it at it. some point if you were standing on it. No, you'd have it in your hand. Right. Yeah. Do a chin up. Yep. And then quickly throw Oh, it I see. Like double tap it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Got you. Oh, like salmon. Sounds like a real dangerous maneuver. 
that would probably require many repeating strengths and dexterity checks. Oh, heck, we have a magical item. You have a magical item, a lot of, two magical items and a lot of money. Yeah. Well, I think that concludes this episode. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for joining us. I have been the mistress of this dungeon. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I'm on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where I write things. Twitch.tv slash Janiac, where I stream on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get one of my fantastic t-shirts. And Patreon.com slash StonedMonkeyRadio. As little as a dollar a month would be super helpful. Hi, this is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read um, some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. I'm Laura. You can find me at Laura K. Buzz everywhere on the internet. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. LauraKBuzz.com. Uh, I do a series on YouTube every Friday called Accessibility, where I talk about video game industry accessibility and representation. I've got a bunch of books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is out now. It's about being gay and trans. There is Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is coming out on February 4th. It's an illustrated, silly and serious coffee table book of video game character butt reviews. And there's Gender Euphoria, which is an anthology of non-cisgender people's stories of euphoric moments they had in regard to their gender, which is going to be out at some point in the future when it's when it's written. There's also podcasts. There's Pixel Squirt, which is a video game pornography discussion podcast with Mari and Stacey from Geek Remix. Uh, there's Dice Funk, which is a another D&D podcast. I'm on seasons 3, 4, 5, 6, and season 7. Uh, they're all self-contained seasons. And there's Podquisition, where we talk about whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. I'm Becky. I can be found as at Becky20 on Twitter. The last series that we recorded, Badly Designated Heroes, can be found under Curiosity Epidemic on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. See you again sometime. Oh, bye! Bye! so tense they're ready for like I'm gonna fucking do it I'm gonna fucking clap oh you're holding me back from claps and all these counting I wanna fucking there we go <laughs> <laughs>